talk a lot in this podcast about building long-term pipelines, about building a business so that way you can be in this, this business for more than a year or two or three. We talk a lot about that. Today, I want to talk about how to get escrows now. And I'm going to challenge you. Uh, I want you to do, I want to do three different strategies to get three escrows within the next 30 days. Easy. Done. Okay, cool. How, we're going like three minutes on this episode? Three minutes each, probably. Okay. I love threes. <laughs> I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Damar Hamlin, number three. Let's go. Um, Brian has no idea what I'm talking about. Brian doesn't watch sports. He just likes to watch uh, people hit touchdowns um, when they uh, score home runs. I like the golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, welcome to the Whistle Way podcast. I'm Kyle Whistle with EXP Realty in San Diego. And I'm Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics. Go out there and crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to really answer the questions you have for us. Rather than guessing what you want to hear about, we just listen to what you want to hear about. So you can tell us what you want to hear about at thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. Ask us questions on there. Subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel. Join our private Facebook group and our email newsletter where we share a lot of tips and tricks. Get on our referral network for all the people leaving California. And you can get the details on our content creation course called the Media Mayor Mastermind, where we'll teach you everything you need to know about creating content in your community to build relationships and ultimately build your business all at thewhistleway.com. All right, let's dive in. All right, so let's go. I'm going on a listing appointment today, Brian. I, I haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> I wonder if you did that with any of these three strategies. Uh, I don't know. But this one, <laughs> no. an agent reached out. I was like, hey, I have somebody that wants to sell. And they mentioned this builder. And I was like, I live in that builder's house. Like, it was his primary house before he moved. And so this house I'm going to was built by Brett Ames. I live in Brett Ames' old house. And I was like, I have to go on this one. You so better get it. I just felt compelled. Let's talk about this next week. And if, I'm bringing you... a new agent with me. So now I got like the pressure of having a, a protege with me as well. If so. you have any tips, if you're watching this live uh, on the stream or if you're watching this on YouTube and you want to tell Kyle what he should do. Yeah, tell me how to close a listing. Please, please. I would love to see. I'm a little rusty. I, I either want to see what you should do or what you shouldn't do. And then let's look at this next week, see if you did those things or if you didn't do those things. Yeah, um, I will. Uh, I'll post. I don't know how, whatever, what group. This is in all the groups, Thomas. All the groups. All right. And all the groups. I'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, all right. Let's get started. So um, we already talked about it. Long term, we've talked about how to build your brand over and over and over and over. But let's talk about we're, we're heavy with a culture of production in our company here. We want people that are doing deals. Uh, we've implemented um, some, some expectations. And, and if agents aren't hitting those expectations, they get on probation. And so what I think would be great is if you're on a team where maybe you need to close some deals, or if you're an agent and you're out of money and you need to close some deals right now, you've got time and you don't have money, uh, let's give them three different strategies on how to get three escrows in 30 days. For it's a, sure. It's a tall order. It really, this is what's funny is it, it's not that hard. Okay. Like it's, it's really not that hard. Like Brian's like, I'm going to write some notes. So, <laughs> all right, I'm going to, this is one that I would have recommended anyway, but uh, one of our good friends, John Glutch, uh, who runs a team here in San Diego, as well as Arizona and Nevada. Um, he rolled this out and I a hundred percent support his initiative on this, which is open houses, 30 open houses in the next 30 days. I promise you, you will get at least one escrow, most likely two escrows. If you just do an open house every day, 
for the next 30 days. And I actually, Brian, I'm going to tease is this one I'm really going to regret. Um, but if you DM <laughs> me on Instagram, I literally just did a one hour long masterclass today with our private fast forward movement uh, group. And if you're watching this and you want to get my one hour, like step by step, how we do it, just DM me and I'll literally give you my entire masterclass that I recorded today. Do you have that? Kyle so Whistle. Kyle's going to be like, uh, Brian, can you download this, upload this, uh, <laughs> optimize this? Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna it DM too. me at Kyle Whistle on Instagram and I will send you a link to the masterclass um, that I just recorded today with our fast forward group um, step by step. So if you did 30 open houses in the next 30 days and you followed the checklist every step of the way, I promise you you're doing a couple escrows, probably signing a couple listings all at the same time. We typically do 100 plus deals a year just from open houses because open houses are going to get me into belly to belly conversations or face to face conversations. If you feel like belly to belly is weird, it's going to get me into dozens and dozens and dozens of face to face conversations at the actual open house, which is cool, but it's all the other things that go along with it. It gives me an excuse to door knock the neighborhood. It gives me an excuse to circle prospect the entire neighborhood. It gives me an excuse to create social content. It gives me an excuse to put signs up with my name all around the neighborhood every single day. It gives me an excuse to sit in a house and have people walk in and just come in and shake my hand. It gives me an excuse to follow up with all of those people after the open house. Like it creates so many different opportunities all from the open house itself. So if you actually executed on the full open house checklist step-by-step step for the full 30 days on every single one of them, it is impossible for you to not do at least one escrow probably. I think you'd realistically do two plus sign two listings. That would be nice. Okay. Um, some, Let's go. Some, Who's up for the challenge? Um, some clarifying questions. Is it one house that you hold open for 30 days or do you hold it open one house a week? Um, you got to take what you can get. Inventory is tight right now. So I'd rather you host the same house for 30 straight days than no house. So I want to remove any excuses. I also want to remove the excuses of like, well, what time of day? And it's been on the mark for, I don't care. Just do it. If one person comes by, that's one more than you had before you did the open house. So if you got to do the same house 30 days in a row, cool. If you guys aren't familiar, there's this guy, Tim Smith, good buddy of mine up in Orange County. Sells, I don't know, I think by himself, half a billion dollars a year, plus his team's production on top of that, probably do you know, around a billion dollars this year. Slacker. And Ugh. he literally sat the exact same house in uh, Newport, I think on Balboa Island. I remember talking to him about it. Sat the same house open for at least a month. But he met like every single person because everybody eventually stopped by at some point. Like I've literally seen the signs up every day. I got to stop by. Met every single person in the area. And now he's, you know, one of, if not the top agent in all of that Newport, Balboa Island area of, of uh, coastal Orange County. So, And I think it's great for neighbors. I, I know yeah. there was a house across, around the corner from my parents' house. It was open. It was And I was like, oh, I'll go check it out. But not today. I'm busy. I saw it for like four days in a row. I'm like, all right, well, now I'm not bugging him. Yeah. I'll, I'll, like I have no intention to buy him, but. I'm not bugging them. They're, yeah. they're, they're waiting for people to walk in. Yeah. I mean, um, my favorites, whatever the, the brand new listing is obviously your best one. Um, flips are great. Everybody, you know, in the neighborhood has watched all the construction crews be there for weeks or months on end. They want to see what does the finished product look like. So, you know, if you can do newer listings, great. If you can do flips, great. The ones that I find are the easiest to get other agents to allow you to do are the vacant ones um, because they're not disturbing a homeowner. No excuses, though. Take whatever you can get. Just do them. Even if they're mobile homes, I don't care. Just do them. Get the at-bats, build the relationships, work the relationships, and you'll get the deals. And then put out as many signs as possible. 
Um, obviously, follow your follow-up campaign. Um, anything else we're missing if we're doing the same house over and over and over again? Um, just follow up with people. Like yeah. that's the thing is a lot of people, they do the open houses hoping somebody's going to come in and buy that house. Like if they do great, but I'm doing it to get the relationships. And if, the, if that relationship leads to them buying that house, great. If it leads to them buying another house, that's great. If it leads to them selling their current house, that's great. I'm taking every opportunity I can. I want to squeeze as much out of it as possible. And these open houses, again, let's just say best case scenario. Cause I don't want to say, Oh, I can't do that. My pick up my kids at that point. Mornings, afternoons, two hours, four hours. What are we looking at? Yeah, you have more flexibility right now because we're in daylight savings time. So right now you can do the twilight open house. You could do four to six or five to seven. Like that works right now. But the lunch hour I've seen work really well too. Do like 11 to one, 11 to two. I've seen people have really good success with that. So even if it's not daylight savings time, you could still do that 11 to one, 11 to two window on a weekday and it works. Um, and then on the weekends, we found one to four is the best time. Sunday tends to be better than Saturday. But hell, if I'm, if I'm, you know, let's say I was on probation, my back against the wall, I had to do a deal. I'd do two a weekend. I'd do something from like 10 to 12. And then I'd take my signs down, grab some lunch, set my signs up and do another one from like two to four, two to five, right? Like do two open houses in a day. Like I would just keep doing them. You're going to get the at-bats. And I have people that are like, yeah, but only like two groups some come through. Okay. Well, why don't you ask one of your friends who's paying for connection leads from Zillow how much they're paying for one single connection? Because when I ask my friends here in San Diego, they're paying about $1,000 for a connection. That means just one phone call you're paying $1,000 for. So if you do an open house and you only had two groups come through, your friend who's paying for Zillow leads only paid $2,000 for two phone calls. So how much are those two face-to-face conversations you got worth? And I, I, it's funny, I was thinking about this. This would be an interesting thing to test. Um, I drop my kids off every morning. Um, if it's near enough a school, putting out your open house signs by, you know, by the drop-off line to the school or the pickup line to the school and um, pointing them to, towards your open house might not be a bad idea. Definitely a great way to get visibility. Yeah, Guarantee you, every parent dropping off their kid will see something that's new and be like, what's that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a realtor that goes to my kid's school. They drive a wrap. They wrap or not a full wrap, but they stickered their um, Suburban or Escalade, whatever. <laughs> but you know what? You see that every day. Those are impressions. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, I don't love that. Like literally driving a car. It's not my style. We have wrapped vehicles for that. that are company vehicles. I don't know. I want to like sticker up my personal vehicle. I'm but, not hey, mad at a, it. I mean, it's it's better than the old school magnets. Yeah. No, um, I, I've seen, I'm, I don't know if I would do it, but then I've seen cars. I'm like, oh, I know who that is. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, that's really good. Yeah. I see the eccentric international chefs drop their yeah. kids off. At I'm like, oh, hey, it's Chef Carlo. Anyway, yeah. um, cool. That's a good one. I think we could end there. We're not going to. Strategy two. You probably could get three in 30 days from it. Uh, number two. Well, that's what this. we're telling them. Every day. I want you to go on one appointment every day with somebody to grab a cup of coffee. Um, I that just you want you, yes, you pay for it. So this costs <laughs> you about $10 a day, $15 a day, whatever. If you're in the New York city, it's probably $30 for the same <laughs> coffee. Um, but this is like a $10 a day. You're already buying yourself one of these. You just got to buy a friend, one of these. Um, but I would love to challenge you to go on one coffee meeting a day. And if you don't like coffee, it's a smoothie meeting, whatever. Like, don't give me a Milk bullshit shakes. excuses is Brian. Bro, I don't think you'd have a milkshake today. I think Let's, I'll take your, on that your, challenge. <laughs> your organs might not um, respond favorably that to that. On. That's Let's a lot go. of lactose. Um, <laughs> so I just want you to go through your existing database 
and just think of everybody, friends, family, colleagues, previous colleagues, previous, um, you know, people you went to school with, your past clients, your present clients, your future clients, your just, I want you to challenge you to just get in a mode of going and grabbing a coffee every day and put it out there. Just reach out to your clients like, hey, I have a goal to go out on 30 coffee meetings this month. No agenda. I just love to grab coffee and catch up and see where life's at for you. And just reach out and just try to go on one coffee meeting every single month. And if you actually sat down and had coffee with 30 different people in the next 30 days, think about what that would do to your business. Like, one, if nothing else, if you got no deals from it, you'd get really good at bullshitting. <laughs> you would get so good. Thomas is probably cringing over there thinking about this. Um, if you sat down with 30 people in the next 30 days and had coffee and just had conversation, like you would become an expert conversationalist to just sit down and, and figure out how to have conversations, what questions to ask people, what do they engage with? Like you'd be a master at it. But it's funny how just sitting down and having conversations with people leads to transactions. Like some of the best agents here in San Diego, Melissa Tucci, Greg Philipson, like they just have these relationships with so many people. Um, and that's what it takes to be really, really successful is just go on, on coffee meetings every day. If it's, or if it's a happy hour instead of a coffee meeting, great. <laughs> if it's a smoothie meeting or a milkshake meeting, cause it's Brian, great. But one of those a day, just grab a, a beverage with somebody, um, that will completely change thing. I promise you'll get a deal from that. Well, and either it's from them or, or somebody someone they know. they know. Oh, yeah, my mom, my brother, my sister, my dad. Like, And again, I like the idea of, of layering these on top of each other. It's not like, well, I can't do open house because I'm doing a coffee. Day. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can layer them morning. on top yeah. of each other. Um, so I love that. And then I also love the idea of, like, one, reaching out to your sphere. If you want, you can make it. Uh, I don't know if I love the idea of a Calendly, but if you're so, so busy and, and you say, hey, I want to buy you coffee when are you available and you, you give them a Calendly link and you meet them there. Okay. That's an idea. Or again, you can post it on social. And then I, I like the idea just kind of, it's basically the same as the 75 hard, but you can do a, a photo update of each person. Um, hey, grabbing, grabbing coffee with Kyle today. And so that reinforces you letting people know. So it'll, it'll help get those bookings easier. Just like the open house. I'm like, oh, I don't want to, do the one coffee date with Kyle. But then I'm like, I've seen the last nine days in a row, he's got coffee with someone. He can buy me coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And you could go the pity card too. be like, Hey, my boss gave me uh, $300 and said, I have to have 30 coffee meetings in the next 30 days. Uh, who wants to have coffee with me? So I don't lose my job. You could go pity party too. I mean, Hey, you got to do what you got to do to survive. So I'll, I'll accept that too. But honestly, if you start putting it out there on social and you put like a, you know, everybody does a 75 hard and they put every time they like cross a day off. If you did that, people would be like, Hey, I want to support you. Like I'm down. We haven't hung out in a while. Let's, I want to support you. I'll let you buy me coffee. Yeah. But hey, let me help you accomplish your goal. It's amazing. When you actually put your goals out there publicly, um, I, did, I had like a weight loss thing I did recently. And like people reach out to you and they're like, hey, how's the weight loss? How are you doing? Like people like to help hold each other accountable, your true friends, especially. All right. I think that one's that both of these have been way better than I was uh, expecting. Good. It's been really good. Uh, strategy three. Brian's going to want to become a realtor again. Here we go. No, 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 he no. He went to his first conference ever and he came back like, I'm going to be a realtor. Screw photos, videos. I'm going to be a realtor. And then... I was like that for like four days. And then I was like, actually, this is way... I like my job better. <laughs> um, number three, we call it a home equity update. Uh, you can call whatever the hell you want, a home audit. Um, but I want you to go reach out to every single person you know who owns a home 
And I want you to reach out to every single person in your farm. If you don't have a farm, this is how you're going to break into your farm. And I want you to offer them a home equity update. What does the home equity update include? It's a box with four squares. Just take a piece of paper, draw a vertical line, draw a horizontal line. You're going to have four squares. In one square, you're going to help people understand what is the current value of their home. Not to sell their home, just, hey, want to keep you updated. Here's um, what's going on in the market, and here's the value of your home today. Box number two, here's what your home could rent for in today's market. Here's what's happened with rents. Here's what current rental rate is for your home. Number three, mortgage rates. Hey, just in case you're ever thinking about refinancing or you wanted to pull some cash out of your house, here's what rates look like today. Or if you just want to do like an equity line of credit to maybe complete some projects, here's what that looks like. Number four is you just want to um, show people what are the investment opportunities that are out there today. So whether it's uh, they want to go buy a rental property, maybe they want to get a short-term rental, maybe they have some cash they don't know what to do with, so they want to invest it. You could help put them into a fund. Um, like we have a self-storage fund that we're running right now where we're raising funds for that for people that just want to be invested in real estate, kind of hands off, um, let somebody else manage it and all that stuff and, and reap the rewards while somebody else does all the work. You could expose them to things like that or um, you know, any one of the investment opportunities, but I think it's really good just to expose people to the opportunities that are out there and whether they take advantage of it or not, at least you've shown them, you've expanded their horizons to what's possible. Obviously in a perfect world, they see what their home is worth. They're like, Oh my gosh, like if we could get that much, we would totally sell. Oh, really? I know a guy. <laughs> um, but the goal is it gets you a reason to reach out to everybody, you know, that owns a home, especially in your farm and just offer them one of these home equity updates. And you just sit there. It's no obligation, no commitment, no hard sale, no pressure. You just go out there just to be the informative person. Because if you think about it in life, like I just went on Friday, I got a physical, like in theory, you should go get a physical every year. Um, you should go see a dentist a couple times a year. You should go see a CPA once a year, right? Like there's all these things you do in your life once a year, twice a year, three times a year, whatever. Shouldn't you do the same thing with your home? It is kind of the largest asset you have in your portfolio. Shouldn't you check up and see what's going on with your home at least once a year? And that's what that home equity update is for. So again, I'm thinking about stacking these on top of each other. Um, do you like the idea is at your, while you're at the coffee date, if you bring this up and you say, Hey, I don't have your current address. One of the things I'm doing yeah. for people. Totally combo those. Yeah. yeah. So the, if somebody owns a home and they sign up for a coffee with you, now you're, you're doing two in one. Cool. 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 And if they don't, you're just having a conversation with them. I love it. Yeah. Those are solid. You like it? That's going to be a good. busy month, but that. It'd be a busy ass month, but it'd be a really, really productive month. And then if you just realize like, oh, if I just did this all the time, I would just do the same thing. But it's it wouldn't even be the same thing. It would compound over mm -hmm. time, right? Because now the, all the people you met at the open house over the last 30 days, if you do the same thing again, now you have twice as many people in your database. If you do it again, right, again, again, James Clear talks about like if you just get 1% better every single day, like you're exponentially better a year from now. Um, so if you just did one a month and you did that for an entire year, like think about where you're at a year from now. Um, you're massively exploding the size of your database. So that, that's going to compound for sure. I love it. Cool. I love, love, love it. Awesome. Well, before we wrap, one of the things we like to do is uh, share our whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brad? Mine is a Chrome extension. Obviously, we live in the world of AI right now. And so I'm, I'm digging deep into that. Uh, I have a Chrome extension for my browser. 
and it connects to YouTube. And what it does is as long as there's a transcript for the video, um, it can give you a little executive summary at the top and then give you bullet points below it with uh, emojis. So I have been doing this. We just did our fast forward conference. I wanted to get uh, detailed descriptions for each, but I wasn't going to watch 25 videos at 25 minutes a piece. Um, so running this extension, it took me three minutes to get a little description, some bullet points that I was able to put in the description and, and at least give the viewer kind of an overview of what the person's talking about. Um, probably helps with some SEO as well, uh, but it's called Chat GPT for YouTube. I know it's a really hard, uh, really unique name. How are name. they going to remember that? Chat GPT for YouTube. It is a Chrome extension. Uh, works really well. It's free. Uh, I really like it. Cool. Uh, mine comes because I have a six-year-old who just got a Rubik's Cube, and it's like, Daddy, solve it. I am not a solve a Rubik's Cube. I'm good at a lot of things, but a Rubik's Cube is not one of them. But what I am really good at is finding an app that can help me solve a Rubik's Cube. So there is an app called A Solver, and you take your Rubik's Cube and you literally take pictures of it, and then it tells you step-by-step step how to solve it. And it's really amazing because it literally every time is like 10 turns and it's over. And really? you realize like that's all it takes. But like you're doing it and you don't even realize, and all of a sudden you get to like the last two turns, like what the hell? It just all comes together at the very end. Um, it's crazy. So, but then the thing with this app is like, then it lets you do a couple for free, obviously for the freemium model. And then you have to either pay for it or painfully watch a video promoting some stupid game in order to get another solve credit. So you can then either pay for it, which you know, you're going to start paying for it. You're going to forget about, and they're going to keep billing you forever um, until you realize, or you painfully watch a video of them trying to promote a game. And so I've uh, painfully watched a lot of games get promoted, but I haven't successfully helped my daughter solve a Rubik's cube many, many times. I don't know if that counts as solving a Rubik's cube. When I'm a solution-oriented guy, Brian, if I took off the stickers and reassign them, would that be solving the Rubik's cube? Yes. Okay, then it counts. But if you don't put them in the right order, you'll never be able to solve it again because you get them all out oh, of whack. Oh yeah, you can totally whack, get it screwed up. So, all right, yeah. cool. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys got some value out of the show today. If you did, if you're watching on YouTube, um, if you could throw us a thumbs up, let YouTube know that helps with the algorithm. Also, if you have questions, throw them in the comments section. And if you want more of our content, you can always hit the subscribe button and the little notification bell. YouTube will let you know anytime we drop a new episode. And if you're on a podcast platform, hook us up with a review on there. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. It means a lot to us. With that said, I hope you got a lot of value out of the show today. I'm Kyle Whistle with eXp Realty. I'm Brian Kochi. We'll see you next week.